The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Um, so I've I've recently been on like a few networking calls and some of them just include like alumni from my school who are like so one of them like one of their names is like Preston and he's currently um like one of the head traders at like a Deutsche Bank. But would like continuing and just like straight up logically, like because I'm trying to get into IB, right? And he's working at like a sales and trading um, department, would continuing like you know, putting in effort basically uh, in terms of like keeping that relationship between me and him alive, like could it possibly be like a path of me getting into a Deutsche Bank? Would you part, would you say so? If he's not really an investment banker? Um, well, you have no interest in sales and trading whatsoever, right? Yeah, I mean, I just reached out to him because, you know, I mean, he's one of our alumni. Yeah. All I was going to say is if you have no interest in sales and trading whatsoever, then yeah, you, you don't, then you don't have to like pretend you're interested in sales, tra- in sales and trading. Like what I would do is obviously still talk to him or it sounds like you've already talked to him, try to have a great conversation, um, get him to like you and get him to want to help you. And if you can get to that point, then the main thing that I would try to get out of that relationship is if he could introduce you to other people at DB that are uh, either in the investment banking division or doesn't even have to be other people at DB. He probably has other friends that work in IB, potentially even at other firms, right? But like, if you're not interested in his team anyway, then then it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> like, like, it's not like he's trying to get you for his own team. And so, you know, sometimes they'll be willing to um, introduce you to other people. And that's probably like mm-hmm. the best thing you can get from him because he's not going to, He's not gonna be able to get you an interview for IB because he's not in my, he, he's not in IB, right? Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Like you know, if your if your school doesn't have, um, I would say if your school ha- I, I think your school should have at least some alumni that are on the IB side. So I would focus on those people first. But then obviously, like if those have already been exhausted and like this guy's in sales and trading, um, you know, he could still be helpful. It's like a bit more indirect than just talking to someone in IB. That's why I recommend starting with the people in IB, but you know, it's not completely worthless. It's, it's just that like, I've, I've, you know, like you kind of said, like I've already um, like reached out to some of the people who are like either currently seniors or who are like, who've worked at some of these balls bracket, uh, balls bracket banks for about like an year or two. But, uh, and some of them, like I've been able to develop some like good relationship, like over, over, like a phone call or numerous phone calls and they, they themselves have like directly said to me that like they don't have like enough experience within their firms yet so that like their referrals actually mean anything and um i've kind of asked like and i've asked like numerous people like do you have any 
like other connections that I might be able to reach out who might, you know, like just directly because it got to kind of, it kind of got to that point where I can ask them like three questions and said like, do you have any connections who maybe are able to like refer me? Like you've kind of, you know, gotten one so yourself and um, just haven't really been able to get any like positive answers towards Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple of things there. Right. Um, I think like, you know, your school is probably more of a non-target school for most banks. I think like, unless you're, are you in the business school or no? Uh, I'm planning on transferring uh, after this semester. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're in the business school, maybe it might be like a semi-target, but if you're not in a business school, then it's probably a non-target. Right. And so like, um, I think that like the way non-target recruiting works at most banks is that, you know, cause a lot of the target schools, like if you go to a, like a Wharton or like a, whatever, Harvard, Columbia, et cetera, et cetera, like they have their own, like they have their own like recruiting team dedicated to that school that's made up of alumni from that school. And usually like those are the people you want to talk to if you go to those schools, right? Like if you, if you go to Wharton, you want to talk to like the Wharton recruiting team and there'll be like a recruiting captain and this and that, right? If you go to a non-target school, usually like your school is probably not like, not enough of a, a priority for them to have like its own recruiting team. But like there's not enough alumni to like have your own recruiting team. But then usually there's gonna be um, maybe like a non-target, someone like that's responsible for recruiting for non-target schools in general. So like they just lump all the non-target schools together, right? So you might want to try to find out like who those people are, you know, who, who's like in charge of non-target recruiting, right? Also, like, I don't know if you're doing this, but like when you're networking, you know, you don't have to limit it to just like alumni from your school. Right? Like if you go to a non-target school, I would go on LinkedIn and <clears throat> try to find as many bankers as you can who also went to other non-target schools, right? Because one, if they went to other non-target schools, there's fewer people reaching out to them from their own schools because there's probably not as many people from their schools that are trying to break into banking. And then two, also like, they're going to be, they're going to sympathize more with your situation also coming from a non-target school because they've been through it before. And three, they might be more familiar with, you know, who is in charge of non-target recruiting or they themselves might be a part of that, right? They, they might be on a non-target. So, so like, that's one thing is like, you got to think, again, we talk about this in the networking module, you got to think, outside of just like school alumni, especially if you don't go to like one of the main target schools where your alumni are everywhere, right? So that's one. Mm -hmm. and two is um, you should try to talk to more senior folks, right? Like I know like everyone always tries to just like talk to like analysts and associates and people that just started their jobs and they're closer to you in age, it's less intimidating. You feel like you have more in common and it's easier to have a conversation with them that's not awkward or whatever, but uh, like it's exactly what they said, which is they don't usually have as much sway unless they happen to be like the analyst that's on the recruit, like on the recruiting team, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they're they're yeah. responsible. Like usually, like they'll the responsibility of like filtering through the entire stack of resumes, they'll give it to like the junior person, like they'll give it to the analyst because like MD's not going to spend time doing that. Right. That's like grunt work. 
right? But like, you don't know who that person is unless you can identify who they are. But otherwise, like, yeah, I would rather, like for the same amount of time, I would rather talk to a more senior person. Because if you can have like just one good conversation with someone who's like a managing director and they really like you, like they can make things happen. Right. Right. They're like, I've, I have, I've had clients that just like single-handedly got interviews just because one managing director liked them and pointed and said, hey, we got to interview this guy. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're going to spend 30 minutes talking to someone, might as well, might as well make it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST. So it's really wallstmastermind.com apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.